A good Monday, everybody. Uh, it is certainly a windy one. Where, If you're like me, you were out trying to get in a run and you nearly got blown away. I certainly knew which direction the wind was blowing today. It's one of those uh, spring days that you really uh, are grateful you didn't run with a hat on. Well, anyway, uh, you're listening to the Iowa Tri Runners podcast. If you haven't uh, figured that out by now, my name is Lance Burgess and I'm the host. Got a lot of things to cover. Uh, we got a couple new segments here that I hope you'll like, as well as all the um, results from the weekend. Before I started, I just wanted to uh, thank Blake Bolden for coming on the show last week. Blake is the Drake Relays, uh, Drake Relays uh, director and um, also the director of track and field and cross country for Drake University. Um, his passion and enthusiasm for, for track and field just was very evident uh, during that 60-minute uh, in interview, which was originally supposed to be 30. He thought, uh, I only have time for 30, um, and he went on and on, and um, it, was, it was a tremendous interview. Um, the guy really loves to talk track and field, and um, certainly the Drake Relays is in great hands with Blake. Um, I didn't even get through all my questions that I had for him. I wanted to ask him about uh, the monumental marathon uh, the, the race that he used to uh, direct in Indianapolis, which has really blossomed into a great race. And um, also wanted to talk to him to see whether he was actually doing any running. Um, Blake is one of the few uh, Iowans in history to run a sub four minute mile. Uh, it's a it's a short list. Blake is on that list. So um, it, uh, it was a great interview and I thank him for the time uh, that he made to uh, come on the show. This is off the news headlines. Um, I guess uh, I had a, uh, a listener who, um, who uh, emailed in and said, that um, because of last year's um, non-outdoor NCAA season, um, I had some ages, I had some grades wrong for some of the athletes. And um, yeah, that's part of the problem that I've got right now is that I'm not sure who's a junior, who's a senior, who's got, you know, who's uh, got two years of eligibility, who's got one. It's a very confusing area because school websites sometimes list them not athletically but academically um, and a lot of times I go off the results um, from these uh, meets that I see um, and that could be they could be listed as a senior when they're actually a junior when they still have uh, two years of eligibility so it, it's just a confusing time right now so I hope you bear with me if I do um, make some mistakes on some uh, grades for some of these athletes um, and seeing um, some good things in the in the in the spring season uh, on some of the websites. When I look around, I'm seeing some redshirt seniors, and I'm, I'm seeing some some what I think are accurate uh, representations of what the uh, athletes are as far as um, eligibility-wise, uh, as far as athletically. But uh, I think. Um, uh, I think we can all agree that we hope that last year never happens again and that we don't have this um, 
confusion where we lose a season and, and athletes have to come back. Uh, there'll be a few coming up in my uh, results area that will have um, that will have um, some uh, redshirt seniors next to their name that are making the one the one season go of it uh, at the end here. Um, on to a segment, a special segment where I'm trying to get some help from you, the listener. I, I don't know how this is going to go over, but um, I'm kind of waffling here about the name of the Iowa Tri Runners. Um, kind of thinking that maybe we could possibly have something just a little snappier. Um, and uh, hoping that some of the listeners can have a suggestion or, or two. You can email me at uh, bergeson at gannett.com. That's bergeson at gannett.com if you have a good uh, uh, podcast name. I like to have the name Iowa in it because that is what, uh, what, that is what the podcast is about. It's about Iowa runners with some triathlon in there with some <laughs> trail running, with some road running. So it's a lot to figure out in a name, but I'm searching for something and maybe, um, maybe somebody out there has a great idea. So please pass it along. Um, and I would appreciate it. And now, um, we're on to the news and I've got a couple news items here for you. Um, the, uh, I, the, uh, track guy, um, is coming out with a really nice thing uh, for students in grades K through 12. They're giving out a hundred, a hundred uh, entries into the Grand Blue Mile, which is virtual this year. If you listen to the podcast with Blake, um, giving away a uh, hundred free entries, but you have to fill out a form and tell the Track Guy Foundation why you want to run the mile this year. So you have to fill out the entry. You've only got two days to go. It ends on March 31st. Winners will be selected randomly. So um, it doesn't have to be a, uh, a, a perfect Hemingway novel here or anything. Um, just get those entries in and fill out the form. You can find that on the Track Guy uh, website, also on Twitter. He's very active on Twitter. Um, and um, the winners will be notified by April 5th. So it's, it's a good deal. You get all the swag that goes along with the Great Grand Blue Mile uh, right to your door. It gets delivered right to your door. And you can uh, run the, run the uh, Grand Blue Mile on your own. So you just have to fill out the information at um, the... Uh, at the Track Guy website, or you can contact Mike J at the trackguyfoundation.com. That's Mike J at the trackfoundation.com. We all know Mike, he's a great announcer for the Great Relays and many other uh, events. So um, I wanted to give a little plug to some of the elite runners out there who are serving as, as race directors. Um, uh, Blake Bolden kind of mentioned this in, in, in our interview last Thursday about some of the uh, run ablaze guys uh, that are uh, putting on races. Uh, he was very impressed by that. Uh, Tyson Whelan is one of those guys. He put on that WR 5K at Waterworks Park um, last October. Really good race. And they've got the Blazing 10K coming up in a week and a half here. 
Um, and he's pretty much, uh, I think, spearheading that as well. Um, they also, Ronda Blaze also had a uh, 5K um, uh, a week and a half ago or so. Um, yeah, it was in my last uh, results news. So they had that. Um, and then um, Samantha Wingert, uh, another Run Ablaze athlete who attended UNI, she's putting on a race May 15th at the Cedar Falls Bible Conference 5K in Cedar Falls. Now that's in May. So um, these guys are doing some good things. They're helping out the running community. And it's nice to see, um, nice to see people putting in the time to do that. Um, it's kind of giving back. And I know that that over the years this has happened, but it's it's uh, it's also refreshing to see that. I know Robin Friedman at one time was doing um, a race in Newton as well. Um, she was she was putting on a race there. It might have been at the at the uh, Speedway, uh, putting on a race. Um, and I know Devin Albaugh uh, spearheaded the Blazing Fast uh, 8K. Uh, like the one I talked about, the March 21st in Davenport. So, so it's good to see um, these Iowans, uh, elite athletes that are putting the time in to put in. And it is a lot of time putting on a race if you've ever uh, had to do one of those or uh, had the inclination. It's uh, a lot of work. So um, thank them um, if you do go to these races. Um, flashback. So this is a new feature. I'm going to look back at some historical items in the, in the realm of, of, of running, whether it's an event I covered or an event that um, I saw that happened. I'm going to go do some flashback uh, moments back to the past. And this one kind of caught my attention because the Barkley Mount uh, Marathons was held uh, in Wartburg, Tennessee, um, last weekend. <clears throat> if you know the Barkley Marathons, it's an ultra-marathon trail race that is one of the most difficult challenges out there as, as far as ultra-marathons. Um, this is so hard that only 15 people have finished the race <laughs> through the Tennessee mountains in 35-year history of this event. It might be more than 35 now. Um, but it's grueling, a hundred mile race. You got to do it. You got to complete roughly 60 miles, um, in a span of 60 hours. You think, well, that's a mile an hour. That's not that hard, but it's hilly. It's grueling. It's very difficult. And it reminded me of an article I wrote back in 2013 when an Iowan named Travis Wildeboer became one of the 15 people to finish the race. Um, Travis did it in 58 hours, 41 minutes, and 45 seconds. He didn't win that year, though. He lost to a guy named Nick Holland, who finished in 57 hours, 39 minutes, and 24 seconds. So two of the finishers came that year. And uh, so that just reminded me of what Travis did, uh, what an accomplishment that was. And nobody finished uh, the Barkley this year in time. Nobody finished it within 60 hours. So it stays. Um, and, that, and that was the third straight year that uh, nobody had uh, finished the Barkley. So it's either getting tougher or 
I, I, I don't know. People are getting softer. I'm not sure. <laughs> I doubt that. But it's always held uh, late, late March, early April. And um, so great compliment, uh, great compliment to Travis Wildeboer for finishing that in 2013. So just reminded me of the Barkley Marathons and he actually completed it. And now it's on to the results on the weekend. And um, we've got a lot. Uh, we'll start off at the uh, Blue Oval Invitational um, locally here. We'll give that a go where Iowa State sent um, some of their guys that um, you might not be household names, sent them um, to Drake to run in that. Drake had some good athletes. And um, South Dakota State also uh, put some good uh, results together. So the 800, um, <clears throat> David Thompson uh, led six Cyclones in the top nine. He got the win and an outdoor PR in 154.59. Thompson um, transferred from Hawkeye Community College. He ran there for two seasons. Uh, and he was on a four by eight team um, with Hawkeye that uh, won the 2019 NJCAA Indoor National Championships. So um, he's got some good credentials. Um, former Griswold High School uh, runner, a guy who's really gotten better each year that he's run. So it's nice, it's nice to see uh, him come through with a good result there. Joe Schaefer uh, running his first, well, again, he's a freshman from Johnston. Um, this might be his second year there. He ran 155.59 in that 800 at Drake Stadium to finish second. Um, and um, that's still off his personal best, which is 152.83 at the Iowa State Classic indoors last season before the pandemic struck and ended everything. So, so Schaefer is, uh, uh, well, I guess he would be a true freshman then. And um, I guess... <clears throat> He would be a true freshman, yeah, because he didn't have the season. Oh, this is so confusing, all this. Uh, does he have a year of eligibility or not? Um, and finishing third was Riley Bauer. Um, <clears throat> Riley's from North Union High School uh, by Bancroft uh, up in northwest Iowa. He's third for SDSU, South Dakota State, in 155.88. So a good, good run by him. Uh, just getting barely nipped by Joe Schaefer. Um, and he's um, he's a guy who finished um, in the 800. He finished third at the Summit League Outdoors um, a couple years ago, uh, Riley is. And he's run 151.94. So there's a little bit of improvement still to go, but it is early in the season, and you're certainly not going to peaking, not going to be wanting to peak um, this early in the season. Um, let's move on to the 1500 where uh, taking runner-up position was Nehemia 2 in 348.04. He's a sophomore from Kenya. He comes from Colby Community College where he was a teammate with Wesley Kip too. So Iowa State really mined um, that uh, uh, community college really well getting those two guys. Um, he um, He's also, he's been around. He, he was at uh, Harding College, Division II, 
during 2018 indoor and outdoor season, and then he moved on to Colby and then moved on to Iowa State. So he's um, he's uh, on his third school, um, and he's won three national titles uh, in outdoor track and field, winning the 1500, 5000, and 10000 while, while he was at Colby. So uh, he's a kid with uh, a lot of ability, certainly going to be a big contributor for the Cyclones down the road. Third was Leonel Perez. He's a senior from Laverne, Tennessee. He finished in 349.80. Um, and um, that was a PR for him. So his previous best in the 1500, I believe, was uh, 2018 for UT Martin. He's, he's, he's also a transfer. So, um, And he... Um, he also, uh, <clears throat> some Cyclone fans will know this, he's led off Iowa State's Big 12 title-winning DMR squad at the Big 12 championships last season in the indoor season. So, Leonel Perez with a PR uh, in the 1500. David, too, finished sixth in 353.60. Those are all Iowa State guys um, that ran on that. Um, and while we're on it, um, three of these four guys are all distance runners that ran on the, um, the recent um, Big 12 distance medley relay team that finished fifth. And that was um, Thompson, Schaefer, and two. So they finished fifth for the Cyclones in that distance medley relay. Um, Let's see, the uh, Drake men had a win from Isaac Baston. He won the 1500 and 347.51. That was a nice win by him. And uh, he's a sophomore from Buffalo, Minnesota. So uh, Drake has had done, he's done very well recruiting uh, in Minnesota. You know, most notably, of course, is... Um, is Reed Fisher, most notably Reed Fisher from, from Minnesota. So um, that was the winner is Isaac Baston. He was the winner in that 1500. I should have probably mentioned him first. <laughs> but Isaac is, uh, he's the, uh, he was the MBC indoor champion in the 1500. So uh, he comes very well and, and that's got to be a big uh, boost to him to, to beat uh, a bunch of Cyclones in that race. Uh, the women's 1500 was very interesting. I, I, I wanted to lead off with Oksana Covey, uh, the South Dakota State runner. She won the 800, uh, defeated uh, a couple of Iowa State runners um, in this uh, in this 800 on the Blue Oval. She ran 213.63. Alexis Gurrier of Iowa State uh, was second in 219.39 and Raina, Raina Craft, Iowa State, ran a PR 220.38. She's a junior from Muscatine, Raina Craft is. So that was a PR for Raina. Um, her best was 221.53, way back during the 2018 indoor season. So maybe, um, maybe she's peaking at the right time here. Um, but that was great to see um, Oksana uh, get the job done. She's um, 
She's eight times uh, all Summit League runner during her career at South Dakota State. She went to Des Moines Christian and um, she's a junior, uh, resides from Ankeny. So um, <clears throat> good win for her um, on the Blue Oval. Another uh, win for South Dakota State was Ellie Friesen. Um, she had a monster PR. Um, she, she hasn't run the, the 5K much at all, but which her, with her best was 1859.3. Well, she ended up running 1650.95, which is very, very strong. Um, that could win a lot of meets, not just the, uh, the, the, the smaller blue oval. Um, and that time of 1650 puts her sixth all time at South Dakota State. So the former Crestwood High School sophomore now at uh, SDSU, who her claim to fame uh, at Crestwood was that she's the first girl to win 20 medals at the Iowa State uh, Track and Field Championships. First girl to do it. Um, so Ellie uh, showed that she can run a really good 5,000. Uh, good win for her. So that was the action from the Blue Oval Invite. Um, the big invite was held uh, at Bloomington um, also last weekend. And um, Iowa, Iowa won three out of the four what I would call distance events. They had the 800 and the 1500 uh, at Indiana University. And Tyson Vandraska, the former Cedar Rapids Prairie uh, runner, Took the win in a PR of 347.81, so great job by Tyson. Tyson seems like, to me, he's always been more of an 800 runner. I think that's where he's always excelled. So nice to see him step up in distance and show that he's very capable of running a very excellent 1500 um, for Tyson. Finishing fourth for the Hawkeyes was freshman Cal Lewis. That's another PR for him. We're going to be hearing a lot of PRs here. Uh, 349.44, he's from uh, New York, uh, New York area. And Nathan Milenic, who's been uh, an all-conference steeplechaser, that's his race generally. He's a redshirt senior. He he was one of the Hawkeyes and lost a year of eligibility because of the COVID pandemic. Um, he's from Clarkston, Michi Michigan. He was fifth in that race, 350.41. Um, Daniel Soto, um, like Milenic, is a redshirt senior, lost last year, so he's coming back um, to have one more go at it. He's a former Valley High School runner. He ran 350.68, another PR. So great uh, running by him. Um, and uh, a lot of Hawkeyes there. So a great effort by the distance crew. And there's more to come uh, in the 800. Uh, Spencer Goodjill, um, sophomore from Carmel, Indiana. Ran a PR, look at this time, 152.96. That's really strong. Um, excellent time by him. Jeff Roberts was fourth. He's from uh, the New Jersey area, Rivervale, New Jersey. He was fourth in 155.85. Mylenic, he doubled up. He was several Hawkeyes who doubled. He ran 155.9 for fifth. Noah Healy, a senior. Um, from Frankfurt, Illinois, was 7th and 157.32. Um, Aiden King um, was 8th 
Uh, he's from St. Charles, Illinois. He ran 159.30. That's a PR for Aiden King. And then Cal Lewis broke two minutes. Um, he doubled, um, just like my Lenick. Uh, he ran 159.66. So good running by the Hawkeye distance crew. And like I said, my Lenick, um, Soto, and who was, and Tyson Vandraska. All three of those guys missed out on their senior year last year, so they're back for the Hawkeyes, looking to help them win a Big Ten championship <clears throat> this year. Uh, the women's 800 was very impressive. Um, another one of these runners who lost a year was Tia Saunders, the former Iowa City West prep. She won the event in 211.66, excellent time for this early in the season. Um, um, Logan Ackeson, uh, she's from right down the, the street from me in Waukee. Um, she's a junior for Iowa. She was fourth in 214.8. Uh, Lindsay Welker, she's a senior from Terre Haute, Indiana. She was fifth in 215.29. Um, and Elise Prescott, who I will mention her in just a minute, she was seventh because she doubled. Uh, she ran 217.36, which is a PR for the former Urbandale um, High School and uh, transfer from Minnesota. And then Emma Gordon, I want to mention her since she's a former Ankeny Centennial runner. She was 10th in 217.83. That is also a PR for Emma Gordon. She's a junior. So again, really quality stuff. Five runners in the in the top ten for Iowa. Um, looking at the fifteen hundred, Hawkeyes didn't win this. This is the only distance event that they didn't win. But Elise Prescott was the leader uh, for the Hawkeyes. She ran four thirty three point eight eight for sixth, and then Gordon was right behind her, racked up another PR. So two PRs. Uh, on the weekend, 434.55 for the native of Ankeny. So um, Tia Saunders, like I said, um, she's one of the Hawkeye runners that is back um, trying to uh, have one great outdoor season left in her career. Um, onward we move um, to the Clyde Littlefield Texas Relays that's hosted uh, by the University of Texas at Mike A. Myers Stadium. Um, there was some great performances here. Uh, Florence Awedjaniza, I'm gonna have trouble with this. She's a former Iowa Central runner. She took the win in the 5,000. Um, she's a runner for West Texas A&M now. She ran 1629.5. So a phenomenal performance there um, for Florence. Um, she's, she's coming off a really good indoor season. Um, it escapes me how well she did at nationals, but it seems like she was definitely All-American um, for, uh, for West Texas. Um, Merga Gamita, former uh, Sioux City North runner, He's a redshirt sophomore for the University of South Dakota. He was ninth in the 5,000 meters, and he ran a PR. Um, he ran 1427.65, which 
ranks him sixth in USD program history. So um, great job by Merga. He's putting his name in the record books in the USD history. Um, he's coming off a really good indoor season as well. Winning time in that event was 1412.70, so he wasn't too far behind uh, in the Texas Relays. Um, Texas Relays, kind of one of the official kickoffs to uh, spring track and field season. So <clears throat> a lot of good action there. Uh, I did want to mention that uh, Helen Gold, uh, former Valley Tiger, was a freshman this season for South Dakota. Um, she finished um, 35th out of a baked field in the women's 800. She ran 218.6. So she um, made the trip um, with Merga down to Austin for the um, for that uh, invitational, the Clyde Littlefield Texas Relays. Um, we are getting close to the end, actually, this roundup. We want to go to the Raleigh Relays next. That's in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Thursday, day one of that Relays. Um, guy named Matthew Carmody. Um, Central Iowa runners know him very well. Former Dowling Catholic great. And he's a sophomore for the Irish. And he's a junior academically. Um, he finished third place in the 5,000. Setting a PR of 13 point. 1344.55. Um, that time is sixth in program history. Now, he wasn't the top Notre Dame runner because that was Jared Nagoose. He was the winner in that 5,000 in 1340.62, which is the top uh, mark in the country. So Matthew Carmody, not very far off the top time in the country. So he's off to a really good start. Um, and he was uh, an alternate on Notre Dame's... Um, runner-up national team at uh, cross country um, just a week or so ago so Matthew Carmody doing some great things maybe he should have been on the varsity I don't know I'm not sure. I'm not akin to that information but certainly that time is uh and to run the goose wasn't their leader though for the Irish during cross country I think he was their third or fourth runner um on that team so Let's keep that in mind. Um, but uh, Carmody's best, previous best was 13.56. So that's close to 12 seconds PR. So phenomenal time there. Um, and he's and and he's very capable of running uh, a very good 5,000. Uh, a year ago at the ACC indoors, he was runner up in that 5,000 running 13.59. So uh, he's very capable. Of, of running that and he's got a lot of family members who have run in, in, in college he has a brother that was a swimmer so really good uh, athletic lineage there uh, within the Carmody family um, wanted to mention um, one other runner uh, who was at uh, the Raleigh Relays um, <clears throat> South Dakota State had a split squad they were at three different locations uh, Josh Yeager uh, former center Cedar Point. Well, he's from Cedar Point. I think he went to Center Point, Urbana. Um, he's now running for the uh, the Vijacks. Um, he ran a PR in that 5,000 with a time of 1353.11. Uh, 
um, and his previous best was 1439.02 when he ran for Drake University. So phenomenal effort by Josh to run um, 1353 at the Raleigh Relays for 5,000. So some really good, um, good times by a couple Iowans here for 5,000 this early in the season. He's a graduate student um, majoring in sociology at um, SDSU. So uh, we're almost down to the end here. Let's go to some trail running. And former Boone um, resident Pete Kostelnik picked up a win at the Prairie Spirit Trail 100 miler. That was on Saturday in Ottawa, Kansas. Uh, Pete's now living in Brunswick, Ohio, um, doing well out there. But he easily got the win in the 100, uh, 100 miler. He ran that in 14 hours, 40 minutes, and 29 seconds. And I believe he said on uh, Instagram that this is his sixth race ever in Kansas. So he's been a regular in this uh, in the in the Kansas ultra ultra marathoning world. They know him there uh, very well in Kansas, and he won by almost two hours. Uh, so not a lot of competition for him, but of course. It is a small race in Kansas, and um, and Pete's, I'd say, in my mind, he's one of the ten best ultra marathoners in the world, uh, having won at Death Valley a couple times. So um, Pete gets the win there at the Prairie Spirit Trail 100 miler on Saturday uh, in the great state of Kansas. Um, one of the results was on the roads. Um, former Iowa State runner Samantha Palmer. Uh, she was the overall winner, not just the female winner, but she won the overall race at the Tuscaloosa Half Marathon in Tuscaloosa, Alabama on Saturday. She ran 115.46. That race had a lot of high humidity, um, Sam said on, um, on Instagram. Um, I interviewed her, of course, before the Olympic trials a year ago. She's doing well. She's volunteering volunteer coach with the University of Alabama cross-country and track programs. So she's doing <coughs> very well down there, uh, married to Will Palmer. And uh, she gets the win, 115.46, in some very tough conditions. Um, so that's what we've got. I just got the final wrap-up here and our upcoming events, our upcoming races. We're still pretty much track-focused Nothing really on the roads that I see, but Iowa State is on a big one. They've got a split squad that half of the uh, athletes are going to the Hayward Premier in Eugene, Oregon. And why wouldn't you want to go there? Uh, that's where the spanking new track that's going to be hosting the World Championships has been built. Um, so they'll be unveiling that one uh, to a lot of teams. And part of the group will be down at the Florida Relays. I'm assuming uh, some sprinters and throwers will be down at the Florida Relays in Gainesville, Florida. So that's Friday and Saturday. Iowa State split squad. Distance people most down, most most assuredly will be in Eugene because, of course, the weather will be much cooler up there. Uh, and it's going to be a lightning fast track for distance running. Iowa is at the big Florida Invitational. This is another big event. Um, not just um, 
uh, Indiana. Now they're going to Jacksonville, Florida. That's also April 2nd through 3rd on this uh, upcoming Easter weekend. So both of those schools are going to be busy over the, uh, over the Easter weekend. And you and I also in action. They'll be on Saturday uh, at the USD Early Bird Invitational, the Early Bird Meet in Vermilion. So Drake is off. They have the Jim Duncan relays the next week at home. So there you have it. That is the rundown from um, this week on the Iowa Tri Runners podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you keep listening. And I'll be back next week with a lot more results. Until then, so long, everyone. Welcome to the Iowa Tri Runners Podcast, the site that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now, here is your host, Lance Ferguson.